Fearless family, welcome back to another episode. We are joined by a very special guest. If you're watching on the YouTube, you'll be able to see we've got little Gussie with us this afternoon. He's got his little toy. He's got a nice little hot dog here. And we're just going to share our little seat together, which is just perfect. So today we're going to get into a pretty big episode and one that is close to my heart and relatively fresh within the last sort of five years I've been delisted from the Adelaide Crows and I want to talk about my experience when I first got drafted there the whole sort of year that I was there and then in the next few episodes we're going to be going over the sort of aftermath of everything from that year so it's every kid's dream to get drafted when you're from as soon as you can remember basically from five or six years old it was always my dream to get drafted and having a dad that played so many games in the AFL I wanted to play at that club of course I spent so much time around the club enjoyed it and just loved getting around the boys and those sorts of things and having dad play 321 games winning a couple of premierships and having spent 16 years at the club obviously you want to try and follow in his footsteps and that was that was something that exactly that I wanted to do unfortunately he got moved on probably not in the right way I would say personally but everyone's going to have their own opinion on that so my 2000 and 2017 2000 in 2017 it was the year of my draft age I was able to get drafted and be selected at the end of that or sort of the three quarters of the way I think in August I had a meeting with the Adelaide Crows and knew that at worst case I would be a rookie at the Adelaide Crows which was a good problem to have but obviously I wanted to get picked wanted to get picked up in the main draft I wanted to have at least two years at an AFL club I wanted to be feel welcomed to the club as well and feel like the club wanted me so I wanted to get picked up in the main draft and the only club that I had spoken to was Sydney and that was sort of I think it was just after or just before the state championships I'm not too sure and they said I spoke really well really well and they loved everything that I was doing but they just assumed that I was going to get picked up by the Adelaide Crows and little did they know I actually wanted to try and venture out somewhere else I wanted to go to a club that just wanted to invest their time and energy into me and make me feel a part of it and I probably should have voiced that a little bit earlier, but it didn't happen. It wasn't the case, and it is what it is. At worst case, I had the Crows as a backup option. Probably sounds a little bit arrogant to say, but was able to have that luxury of being a father-son pick and those sorts of things, and they were interested in taking me. So in August, I remember them having a conversation, sitting down with me, saying, look, we don't have the picks to take you in our main draft however at worst case if no one picks you up in the main draft we'll take you as our rookie pick guaranteed so I signed that to say yep I'm happy with those terms any club could still take me in the main draft and at worst case I'd be at the Adelaide Crows I remember sitting through draft night and unfortunately like I didn't really have a gut feeling if anyone was going to take me anyway because I only spoke to Sydney the feedback from my manager was that everyone just assumed that I was going to be picked up by the Adelaide Crows, so they didn't really invest the time and energy into myself. So a little bit of a mistake on my end, considering I did want to explore other options. However, 
I was very, very happy with being able to get selected at all at the end of the day. So that was that. Went through the whole draft night, watched the whole draft, watched my mates get picked up and go to different places and my name didn't get called out. The next day I was at the Adelaide Footy Club and it was pretty much straight into it from there. I was... Because I knew I was going to be at the club. I went into the club before my name had got selected in the rookie draft. Because the rookie draft happens the next day. And went straight into the club. Did all the medical. Did a little bit of media sort of stuff. Got introduced to the boys. And that was the sort of start of my 12 months at the Adelaide Crows. And I remember my sort of my first official day. Walked into the club. We had a big meeting um, around what had happened the previous year. For those that don't know, end of 2017, the Adelaide Crows made the grand final, were expected to win, and they lost. And going into that environment, it was it was like, to be honest, it was like someone had passed away. Like the vibe and the energy in that room wasn't the best and not many people had gotten over what had happened in the grand final because it was so heartbreaking for them. So it was a little bit difficult coming into that situation. And there's a few things that I can't talk about over my experience at the Crows, but I'll talk about some of the challenging points. And across the year, I know one of my big focuses was just to try and get another contract. That was all I was focused on. I didn't want to be someone that got picked up and then brushed out the door 12 months later and only have a one-year deal. My biggest thing that I remember speaking to the welfare person at the time as well was just get another contract, another two contracts, whatever it is, try and get elevated to the main list and those sorts of things, which obviously didn't end up happening. But before that, obviously we went, well, not obviously, for those that don't know, we went on a famous preseason camp, which I can't touch on because that is in the matter of a court case. But let's just say that was an interesting period of time. Moving into the season, we had a lot of injuries in our senior list, which meant our reserves got affected. So if you didn't play in the AFL side, you'd play in the league side in the SNFL, which is where I was playing in. And we got smashed pretty much every week. I think we won two games, maybe. One of them I don't think I was a part of. I don't even know if I won a game um, at the Crows at that time in the Sandful which was pretty frustrating to sort of go through that whole year. I then got injured halfway through the year as well. I was out for about five, I was out for five weeks with an ankle, just got trodden on. I'll try and insert the clip. I don't think I do have it, but my ankle got trodden on and did some ligament damage there. So I was out for five weeks during the middle part of the season, come back for the last couple games and... I remember just before coming back, we all got taken to the Surf Lifesaving Club and everyone had individual meetings. And basically then and there was the point that I knew that I wasn't going to get another contract because I got told that, look, we want to see this, this and this from you. Your contract's not guaranteed um, and we're not sure exactly where you sit at the moment. And I remember driving home and Went home, sat in the car, cried for a bit because uh, I just knew that it wasn't going to happen for me and I hadn't done enough. At the end of that season, we had a exit meeting. So actually on that day, we were going to pick up our puppy and we just got Junior 
into the family that day. We were driving back and I got a call from one of the Crows, re, not, the, not a recruiter, like just someone who oversees everything. He called me, said, hey, can you come in for a meeting? Which then immediately after, my manager called me and said, it's not looking that great. Looks like you're going to get delisted. It may not be, but it looks like it's going that way. And then about half an hour before I went in to meet with the Crows, he said, just expect that it's not going to fall your way and you won't be at the club next year, which was pretty hard to deal with. And you're sort of kind of in shock for a fair bit of that. Went into the club and yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the best time getting told that you're no longer, want, no longer wanted at the club. It hit me pretty hard because being a footballer is all that you ever want and it's something that I'll continue to speak about on this podcast a fair bit down the track but sort of give you a brief overview of everything that's happened in that year uh yeah I just I didn't know where I sort of stand I don't know why they would have picked me up if they're only going to give me 12 months to prove myself I know from a personal level physically I definitely wasn't ready I was 74 kilos sometimes 72 kilos needed to put on another 10 to compete with you guys like Rory Sloan, Brad, Matt Crouch, Bryce Gibbs was in the midfield, those type of guys you're competing with. And I was 18 at the time and some of the feedback from them that I was expected to be picking up 30 disposals in the SNFL straight away. And guys like Kirtley Hampton in the SNFL as well, playing through the midfield, who's 95 to 100 kilos and six foot four six foot five or whatever and can move pretty well it's obviously pretty intimidating but you're there for a reason you're trying to prove yourself and I obviously didn't do enough to secure myself another spot which I manifested that myself and I know that for certain because my whole focus whilst I was at the Crows and went speaking to the welfare manager we'd catch up with her at least either once a week or every second week. And I know my only focus and the biggest thing that was coming up was just trying to secure another spot. And I was in a place of anxiousness, fear, self-doubt, had no confidence. And I was playing that way as well, very up and down with my performance, no real consistency because I always had at the back of my mind, what if I'm going to fail at this? What if my dad plays this length of a career and I only play this, how much of of a failure I'm going to look like. And then not only that, you have people external outside the footy club that are talking at the same time, writing comments on Instagram and Facebook, and you can't really ignore those, especially at a young age. You're all over it. You're looking at it every day, and then you see... (laughs) Tori. See those comments come up, and it just affects your mental health massively. So... My advice for anyone coming through wanting to get drafted and wanting to make a statement in the league and continue to stay at the footy club for a long period of time is focus on your strengths, focus on what you're good at, try and catch up with the coach every month at least and sit down and have a little review of what you can do to continue to improve, but really focus on those strengths. They picked you up for a reason and you're going to continue to stay on that list for that reason. And if you don't continue to show your strengths, they're going to see you just sliding backwards. If you focus too much on your weaknesses, which I probably was, I was trying to focus on getting in the gym, 
trying to put on weight and those sorts of things where I lost sight of what I was doing 12 months before when I spent five weeks at the footy club, just took the pressure off because now I had something to lose. Now I had a contract that I've worked so hard for. I had that at the back of my mind of losing that. Whereas the year before, 12 months before, I was just focusing on playing footy. And that's exactly what I needed to do 12 months later when I had the contract in my hand was just focus on playing footy, focus on trying to get better each and every day that I was at the club rather than making these big improvements and big jumps in improvement. Just focus on those little steps that are going to take you a lot further than what a big jump will and a lot more consistently too. So that's my little piece of advice. Obviously, these are only short little clips and moments in time, and I'll go into further detail on certain experiences whilst I was at the club and what I've learned and how I've overcome those things. But hopefully got a little bit of value out of that in just getting that 1% better each and every day. And at the same time, stay fearless Give yourself the confidence. Focus on your strengths. Your strengths are gonna what make are what gonna make you the best version and best player, best athlete, and keep you at that club for a long period of time.